Hello all, in today's session I'm going to be talking about something that's very close to my heart, something I don't normally talk about in the podcast yet, but you'll definitely see more of it in the future. I'm going to be talking about spirituality as it pertains to music, and also how I kind of got thrown onto the path of understanding the value of that in a very simple way. Like, I'm not talking spirituality like the typical kind of one-sided approach. I've got a very kind of Buddhist, Taoist kind of perspective although I'm open to Christianity and I love all of the teachings and religious teachings of the world, I kind of like to try to see how they're all connected. I've found that for myself, um, music is a part of that and is an essential part of helping us to have a, a good state of mental health and also to be able to, it's one of the most powerful tools we have available to be able to transcend the experience that we're in and see it from a wider perspective, to be able to get perspective and, and shift our, our experience of, of reality so that we can kind of get a, a breather from it all really in a way to be able to get the perspective be able to improve our attitude improve our state of well-being but also to give us a bigger picture perspective that will help us to become more compassionate loving and leading a life music is definitely an important part of that and i want to be exploring that a little bit today in today's podcast so if you're into that kind of thing and you want to know how to get more meaning and purpose out of your music then strap in join me in the conversation and uh let's you know, and get also to find out a little bit more about my crazy life. (laughs) Okay, enjoy. So this episode's all about, you know, trying to understand and unravel the spiritual aspects of music and, um, and its true purpose, I think, or role it could have in our lives today. So the reason why I kind of got thrown on this journey and it was literally I was thrown on it is because of the psychotic break I had when I was 17 now I always had a deeper I was 18 but I always had this deeper kind of like um purpose this kind of passion for spirituality that was in my veins you know um I remember when I was back in secondary school I'd be reading like this uh I can't remember the name of it now actually Goodness, is it called the oh the Celestine Prophecy by James something or other? I remember like you know having like a bit of a kind of a book club with one of my my friends at the time. So a, a girl called Layla who we, we used to have, you know, always be talking about these books and talking about these deeper principles. But we weren't really like using or practicing any of it properly. And um, you know, it was like uh, you're dabbling. Do you know what I mean? And anyway, when I got hit by psychosis in my when I was like you know about 17 or so um i kind of i could it completely shook the fabric of my reality you know i just like suddenly everything that was important wasn't important anymore you know like and everything that wasn't important suddenly became important it's like my whole world got turned upside down and i was like okay i have no clue anymore what the hell to do with my life you know, I couldn't even listen to music anymore because it was tri- it was just tripping me out. I was losing, I couldn't, I was having panic attacks all the time, couldn't even talk to my own family. I was freaked out, you know, like I can't explain to you the level of, of, of suffering that, that that was. Um, And I just couldn't connect to people anymore. You know, nothing was, everything I'd taken for granted was, was gone. My music, my connection, you know, my ability to communicate with people, my... Uh, my confidence that was kind of relatively there. I mean, I wasn't truly confident. I used to get anxi- anxiety around people all the time because of fear of, of not being liked, basically. Um, and, you know, I, <laughs> it's almost like I just felt like I wanted to press the reset button, like I just completely screwed my life up. You know, it's like it's too late now. And I was like, okay, where do I go from here? 
Um, so it completely changed my perspective, right? And I suddenly, I got an opportunity through this to get an actual connection with spirituality because my, the first person to teach me, as I told you about stilts in a previous episode, you know, I remember saying to him, I just want to help people. You know, I was still driven by this need or this desire somewhere deep in my soul to contribute. And he was like, but I was like mentally nuts. You know, I was completely gone at that point. And he turned around to me. I remember him saying it and I'll remember it forever. I still said, you got to help yourself first, mate. <laughs> you know, it just hit me like a shockwave. It seems so obvious right now as I say it. But back then it was like, it hit me like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, if you can't help yourself, how are you going to help anyone else? And it really hit me. I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty profound in this moment. And and then it, I realized, you know, I did need to learn how to take care of myself properly and handle my own mental health properly and, and live a good life and, and live by example, you know. So anyway, that was the beginning of the path. We, you know, we went through, I remember walking along with him and buying this book called um, The Art of the Zen, the Art of the, the Zen Art of Motorcycle Maintenance or something like that. Oh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance by Robert Persig. Um this was the book he recommended me to read. Um, yeah, it's so cool. And uh, such a great book as well. It was really interesting. But he taught me transcendental meditation in exchange for me, you know, paying a third of a week's wages, which actually got me back into work. So, he, you know, he really kicked me up the backside. He was like uh, the father I needed at that time, bless him. Um, and I'll be eternally grateful to Stilts for that. And when I learned meditation, um, everything changed. You know, I suddenly... I remember it took me a few sessions to get there, but the first time I experienced it, it was almost like I was in the eye of the storm. Like I sat in the middle where, where it's completely calm and I could see this whirlwind of crazy thinking and emotion and everything, this torrential, like insane storm of fear and desire and, you know, confusion and everything that we have to deal with as human beings just spiraling around my mind at a hundred billion miles an hour. And yet I was calm and able to just watch it. And somehow I wasn't in that storm. I was just watching it. And I can't explain to you like the level of peace I experienced in that moment of just being able to actually finally be free of that. After months and months and months of agony. And I suddenly realized what music really was for me in the day, back in the day when I was 13, you know, it was my ability to, it was a place where I could go to actually get out of this torrential rain of insanity that I was dealing with as a result of the pain I experienced because of the way I was being treated at that age by so many people and being feeling so trapped in a situation I was out of control and you know you think about the effects of you know what music played as a role for the people in in um you know for the African community that were dragged out of their home homeland for slavery um, and the horrible horrors they had to go through and music was their way of handling that, you know, that was their release from that insane reality that they'd been brought into. And that was their gift to the world that they gave us the blues music, you know, which turned into jazz, which turned into what is essentially the building blocks of some of the most amazing music we have ever experienced on this planet. Um, you know, when music comes from that place, I think it's one of the most important and powerful tools that we've ever come across as a human human race. That it gives us the tools to go beyond the mundane into something more, into something deeper, some some way of getting out of our our ideas about what what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong, what we need, what we don't need, all of that just being always the centre of everything we do and finding something deeper than that that's like pure, that's kind of untouched. So... 
I desired to get out of that insanity. And what I got instead was something far more profound. You know, it's like, oh my goodness. And it's really funny because I, I thought I cracked it at that point, right? I thought, oh wow, this is it. This is life. This is everything. This is, this is what it's about, right? And so I turned into some kind of like Zen guru and I just started reading all the books and just meditating all the time and doing all this stuff. And I was gigging every, you know, all the time. I was going out gigging a lot. Often on the weekend, I would gig like three three nights a week and and then also do a rehearsal on a Sunday night and still keep a job, which was knackering. But because I had the energy from all my training and stuff, I had the energy to kind of go through that and still be healthy and happy. Um, sometimes on a Monday afternoon, though, it got a bit tough, you know. Um, <clears throat> but what was really crazy is that, you know, um, implementing and applying that information in my life transformed me in a positive way but I wasn't actually fulfilling all of my objectives in life I didn't have effective plans to get the results I wanted with my goals and so I wasn't really giving myself to my drum practice enough I wasn't really giving myself to my external goals I became very much like none of that's important it's all about spiritual life and that led me down a bad path too because in the end that because that was such an extreme I actually threw out um my I found myself seven years, you know, five, yeah, seven, no, no, let's see how far forward did that one go? Nearly 10 years later, I was in a job I hated. <laughs> I wasn't doing what I loved. My girlfriend had just left me because she cheated on me um, and we weren't happy together and I was planning on, on getting engaged to her. You know, everything had just gone the other way. I was like, how is this possible? Like I'd gone, I'd spent so many years trying to live the life of a, you know, a spiritual life, live a good life, and it had amounted to this. It was it had all gone wrong again. And I was like, what the hell? Like, how is this possible? And I wanted to, you know, I was so depressed at that point, I literally wanted to just end it all again. And then I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> you know? And I was like, okay, um... I kind of like decided, did you know what? I'm sick of the way my life is and it's time I I made a change about my the external circumstances of my life, right? So this is how I became a drum teacher, basically. Um, it was leading up to 30 and I was like, if I don't change my life now, then that it's do or die. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I, I've had enough, it has to change. And I threw myself at drum teaching. I was like, this is what I should be doing. Like I should be doing drum teaching because... I care about people. I care about making a difference in the lives of others. I love music. You know, what am I doing with my life here working in, in sales still? Why am I still like selling phones to people when I don't care about it? You know, I just don't care about it. Well, I don't care about this. You know, I just care about the people. That was the only reason I was in that job is because I like talking to people, I like finding out about them. I like helping them get solve their problems. So, you know, when I was selling phones, I was I was kind of a weird guy because I wouldn't work fast enough for people. I'd really annoy the people I was working with because I wouldn't work quickly enough because I was always too busy talking to people, like asking them about their lives. You know, my conversion rates were off the charts because everybody I spoke to wanted to buy off me because I would only ever sell them something I knew would genuinely help them, right? That was my attitude. I was like, I'm not selling you something unless I know it's what you actually need, what's actually going to benefit you. So I genuinely cared about people and I'd ask them questions about their lives and I'd figure out their problems and I'd try to say, this is what you actually need, right? But I didn't care about phones really, you know? I'd had enough of all of that. I was like, you know, I only got that job because it was 
it seemed like the best opportunity at the time based on what available options I had around me. I wasn't forging my own path. I was in reaction. You know, I was in reaction to my reality and I was just doing what, taking whatever I could because I didn't feel like that was important. It was mundane, right? And so these days, like, after having had that experience and being able to turn that one around and I just gave myself fully over to being able to play drums and, you know, to building my teaching skills and just went, you know, I remember I, remember I was like turning up at um, my local music store, this really big one. Well, it's not local, actually. It was a lot further away, but it was the only one where they were actually doing partnerships for for teaching and it'd take me an, two buses and an hour and a half two hour journey to get there and I would just turn up and I would do a rehearsal and I'd be like hi guys again because I'd asked them recently about becoming a drum teacher there and they were like yeah maybe you know oh, kind of a bit chocker at the moment but we could maybe sort out something soon do an interview and I was like great you know so I just wouldn't stop hassling them I just <laughs> bless them I just turned up every week and I smiled and I wouldn't be nasty, but I'd just be like, hey, I'm here, <laughs> you know, and I just kept turning up until they eventually gave me an opportunity. I got the interview with them. That turned into, you know, okay, we're going to start sending you leads, sending you drum students. And then I just, I would literally take a two-hour bus because I didn't even have a car and I was nearly 30, right? That's how ineffective I was. And I would turn up, you know, and I'd come and do my... Um, my half an hour lesson that I'd been able to acquire so far. And then I'd take my two-hour bus journey home again. And I just use it as drum practice time, right? Um, <clears throat> air drumming on the bus like a lunatic all the way home. So, um, you know, I did that for quite a while. And then I was like, do you know what? This is crazy. I need to get a car and, and so on and so forth. And so the rest is history. You know, I managed to build up my business to the point where, you know, I became a full-time drum teacher. And, um, and then it hit me. Like, I'm teaching drums. I love teaching drums, right? But I want... I don't want it to just be about teaching drums. I want it to be about helping people to achieve deeper levels of happiness in their lives and, and meaning and purpose and, you know, bring and bring the spiritual aspect into my teaching. And as that came up today, I just felt like this is a great opportunity to sort of give a bit of backstory and, and talk about this issue because we, I think we all experience it as this balance of, you know, why do, why, why do I want to learn drums? Well, in many cases, we don't realize it. It's like, we want to find a deeper purpose to our lives. We want to have some meaning that's beyond just, you know, paying the bills. I think we all have that deep inside us and we want to find some happiness through, through rhythm, through music. We want to find connection. We want to find, we want to meet our needs. But beyond that, I do think that there's something even deeper that we don't just want to meet our needs through music, which is important. We also want to find a way out of this this just constant like battle of survival that is, is being alive into something deeper that's beyond all of it, something transcendental. And trans to transcend, interestingly, doesn't mean to go above or below. Transcending just means to step out to the side, to get a new perspective. It means to be able to look in again at what this experience of reality is that we all have but see it from an objective perspective rather than being totally immersed in it all the time and wrapped up in it to actually be able to get some perspective and recognize the true nature of what we're experiencing because you have the perspective to do so. Because as we all know, when you're in something, it's very hard to see out of it. It's very, very hard to see what it is you're experiencing for its true nature. When you're able to step out of that and actually get some perspective, as we all know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? You can actually get some perspective and go, okay, hang on a minute, this is this is important, this isn't okay. So 
you know, um, what happened for me was that, and it is happening for me, is that it's all about integration now. You know, I'm like trying to make sure that the truth of what I realized about life through my experience of pain and suffering and mental health being taken away um, is, is important. But while I'm here on this earth, I need to serve and I need to participate with the skills I've been given through this life and through this experience or God or whatever you want to call it. I've been, these are the setups, these are the skills I've been given. And I feel like the more we live in alignment with our values and what we really care about while we're on this planet, like the deeper person, the real, you know, what really matters, you know, really serving and helping people to be free from suffering. Um, and, you know, and also helping people to get out of misconception and, and, you know, live in alignment with the true nature of reality, this, this kind of stuff. I think that, if that's a calling that you have, if you're listening to this right now and this all makes sense to you, I just want to give you a pat on the back eh, for, for even caring about it in this environment because these days this isn't culturally like the encouraged thing. You know, you look around you on the news, you look around you in, in newspapers, you look around you in general conversations. This is almost like a a nil point for some people. It's like it's almost like a it's becoming taboo, you know. You're talking about spiritual values. How dare you talk about religion? You know, um, it's like that's just it's just a you know it's just a disgusting subject to bring up a party <laughs> some people feel a bit like that you know what i mean it's like can you please not talk about spirituality now this is a drum thing you know for me it's all the same thing you know it's all the same thing um there isn't a part of reality that isn't spiritual there isn't a part of spirituality that isn't reality and even suffering and the nasty things we go through while we're on this planet i think are all part of um some deeper purpose, some deeper meaning to reality that we don't yet understand always. Um, because I can certainly sp speak from my experience, having gone through a lot of crazy stuff, that there's not a single bad thing that's happened to me in this life that hasn't turned into a, an equivalent improvement in my character. Um, and I do think that they've all been sent to test me to improve my character and make me a better person. But I think these practices and these amazing things that we've been handed down through culture if you're willing to seek them out, meditation, the music, all of that stuff, when put to this proper purpose can allow us to break through into new experiences of, of reality. And I do think that it's, if we can take that aspect of what we love about what we do and, and put it out into the world and make a difference through that, um, we can be in alignment with not only uh, our passion and love in life, but also in alignment with our deeper values of why we're here and what we really feel is important about being alive today and, and what our mission, our calling is while we're here on this earth so that we have some kind of meaning and purpose beyond just getting our needs met, but actually something deeper, something more almost inexplicable or hard to explain in a, in a podcast. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. And um, at this point, I'm still exploring that and thinking, OK, how can I give more? How can I be more in alignment with my calling on this earth? And how can I serve you guys who are listening um and i just want to say you know if you haven't done it in a long time maybe sit down with your sticks today and try to find you know some meditation practices or something you know or prayer or whatever it does whatever does it for you that gets you out of your headspace and back into the present moment or find a song that will allow you to become back come back to your senses and sidestep any thoughts and feelings and just be there with your instrument and be present with what you're doing and listening and, and being engaged in the process of actually playing rather than being constantly trying to carve out a new skill set or like asking more of yourself or always trying to be better than you were yesterday in terms of like being the best in the industry 
but instead actually finding an honoring point where you just connect to the present moment and you just in you know because that's a deeper skill that is often misunderstood or mis mis um, mis unappreciated by society these days you know the best drummers of old in my opinion um were ones that were able to fully fully connect to music in the present moment and feel it they weren't there to show off they weren't there to just be look at me how amazing i am on the drums look how cool i am it was about something much deeper and much more important um where they were literally like their commitment to the present moment, their commitment to the music was such that they were able to abandon their sense of self. They're abandoning their ideas about who they think they are, like what, you know, getting something out of it or any of that stuff, you know, all of that stuff kind of went out the window and it was just about being here and just being, being complete, giving up, giving yourself over to the music completely, giving up yourself in favor of the, the greater purpose of reality. Um, and just letting go of it all. So in summary, that's pretty much it, I think. So I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. It's been a wild ride, this one. <laughs> I hope it, hope it benefited you in some way and hearing a bit about my story as well. Hopefully it's kind of, maybe there's some aspects in your experience that you can reflect on and say, actually, do you know what? I, I've had the same thing. I think as humans, we can none of us can really avoid it. We're all going to go through pain at some point and hopefully learn from it and help us grow as people. So um, and I'd love to hear your story and, you know, your perspective on these subjects as always. So just get in touch. Let me know how you are, you know, how, how things are for you. You can go over to infinitydrumming.com or you can go to uh, facebook.com forward slash infinitydrumming.com, C-O-M. Um, I'm also on Instagram as well, but I barely post there <laughs> at the moment. Um, so, yeah, just come and say hi and, and catch up and, you know start a conversation because you know I, li I like hearing from you guys and and um, i appreciate your point of view and your i like hearing your stories because it all you know i learn from other people as much as i learn from my own experience i love i love reading i love hearing other people's points of view and what they've been through because i think it helps us all to um gather the experience of other people the years they've they've gone through you know and uh, to, to be able to make even better decisions about how you live your life i think it's amazing so anyway much love guys keep rocking have a great week. I'll catch you tomorrow. I'm going to come back at you tomorrow morning as usual. Much love. All the best. Bye.